I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, you beautiful, radiant, awakening souls. Living more and more awake. How are you all doing? Um, You're new to this podcast. I'm Michelle, and it's great to have you having a pit stop and maybe you'll journey with us more. It's a great community, a lot of really great um, guests that we have on the program. Uh, in fact, today on the podcast, we have Lon, uh, L-O-N. You may want to check out her. Some of you may know her. She's been on before. Kind of have lots of friends of the, the tribe, friends of the community, friends of the family. Um, but you can go to Lon Art, Lon, L-O-N, art.com if you want to get a sneak peek. Um, she's got amazing oracle cards as well. We usually do deep dive into energy, soul expression, a um, little bit of quantum aspect of physics, sacred geometry, because she does have sacred geometry cards that are amazing. So that'll be the second half of the program. And um, if you welcome in the chat, let me know how my sound is because I'm in a different location. I've been on the move, on the move. We're going to talk a bit about that. Uh, 347-539-5122 is the number to listen by phone. Now, if you want a reading or you have a question or a comment, anything you want to share, um, and then definitely if you want a psychic reading or tarot reading, you know, I do – I tune in psychically and I channel um, the spiritual hierarchy and oversouls, but I also do tarot, numerology, pendulum, astrodice. So you can even ask your pick. We can do it all. And also numerology. Again, number 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. So I just want to give a little bit of um, – uh, let's see. Well, before I go into that, just remind everyone I'm really wanting to grow the um, YouTube channel, Soul Insights and Tarot with Michelle, uh, Michelle Mache. So you can either <clears throat> do a search for Michelle Mache or Soul Insights and Tarot or Soul Insights Tarot. I'm going to be having other offerings. In fact, we are bringing Awakenings podcast. We are bringing the podcast finally, finally. I know people asked me to do it years ago, years and years ago, 10 years ago even. Um, All in time, though, we are bringing that to uh, YouTube, so there will also be a visual component and Awakening Conversations um, is coming there, so very much extending. But if you want more connection, support, and insights for your soul path, I do suggest that you subscribe, get the notifications at Awakenings, um, Awakenings, <laughs> at um, Soul Insights. 
all about soul, always have been. And soul is getting more and more popular, which makes me happy. Also, if you want to do a deeper dive into metaphysics and spiritualism, not just spirituality, but spiritualism, the occult, ritual, um, looking at the quantum aspect and the interconnection of the as above is so below in life. If you want to do a deeper dive, you can connect with me on Patreon. Um, again, you can just do a search. My name will come up. I think it's there with something with Tarot, Awakening Tarot, or Michelle Mache. You usually can find me with Michelle Mache. Let's see other ways to connect. Mentor Cam, there's a link in the description of this podcast. Soulplayground.life and Instagram. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Come on and connect with me on Instagram and let's travel more. Uh, I've had more support, so I'm able to do more offerings. Uh, yes, so, so if any of you have a passion for uh, video or editing or anything like that, uh, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Also, 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 guest suggestions, topic suggestions, anything awakenings, please aw- Email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, now we have a little, I'm going to have to shut the door, the other door. You're going to hear little doggies. You're going to hear little monkey who is in a Yorkie, Yorkshire Terrier, a Yorkie body, Yorkie body this lifetime. And you're going to hear Dorje who is is in a Chihuahua body this lifetime. Very advanced beings. They ask that I take care of them while their mommy is doing sacred service, sacred ritual in Costa Rica, and they came to me. Uh, first, monkey, little, little Yorkie. Um, not just in meditation or on the astral plane, just throughout the day. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Take care of me. Take care of us. We want to stay with you. And then come to find out Costa Rica is not that doggy friendly, and especially for little doggies. It's a little and hot or whatever, rainy season. So anyway, guys, everybody speaks to us if we listen, if we really know. I mean, the flowers, the trees. Yes, I'm a psychic, psychic channel and a medium, and I do, you know, communication with animals. You know, to be animals or people, it doesn't matter. I can read all of it psychically. But that doesn't mean that you can't do that as well. A lot of times the things that you're doing in your life especially around food or going out, it's your little animal beings uh, pushing you <laughs> to, um, you know, do something. You know, I have to remember sometimes with them, you know, and also those of you that knew when I, me when I had uh, Yoshi, you know, I would be like, I don't, I don't have this image or this picture. You're going to hear me moving around because i got to give them a little bony, little bone, a little healthy edible chew treat. Otherwise, uh, it's kind of like a little two-year-old, even though they're very wise. That's why I keep looking at, especially the little Yorkie. I'm like, God, you are so wise. You came to me telepathically. You gave me these visions about what was going on or what you wanted. And yet, just like us as humans, and yet you have the, you know, we have our human side. They have their animal being side the more instinctual side uh, that is kind of eat, play, you know, poop and sleep. 
yet they're also very advanced. <laughs> All right, guys. Again, three four seven five three nine five one two two is the number, and uh, press one on your keypad. So I just want to touch before we get on to callers. So be patient, callers, with your questions, and don't disappear on me. Don't go too far because sometimes people press one on the keypad, uh, which so when I click on your number, it unmutes. It's unmuted. And then they disappear, then they get busy. I got it. So I want to give you guys a heads up because that's kind of what I do. There's a, and maybe you've been noticing this in yourself as well, is that there is a dissolving of the persona. Now, I'm also a therapist, so I do know the importance of a, the ego aspect of our being from a psychological, developmental point of view. And even as a hypnotherapist, we have what we call ego strengthening, um, you know, processes. So the true ego, where our confidence comes from, you know, or our confidence helps build this aspect of us, is very important and is needed and necessary. Yes, it does have this survival aspect uh, to it as well, instinctual. It's, it's the part that gets patterned or, or repatterned. Our soul is a, is a design or a pattern, but it doesn't, Go, it, it doesn't follow condition response patterns. And unfortunately, sometimes our ego has a lot of condition response patterns. So we're not really responding authentically. And we could call that the persona, right? Like a mask, like you go to those masquerade parties and they've got all these fancy masks. Some people have very plain masks. Some people have very fancy masks. Some people have a whole slew of masks. You know, whip one on, whip one off. <laughs> I was hearing something earlier today on a podcast on YouTube that was was Popcorn Planet. Um, and I watch and I listen to every now and then I do a, a kind of a deep dive into what's going on in, in regular media, right? Terrestrial media, if you want to call it. Um, more mature, because there you will see the signs of where the awakening is happening. And I look for key words or key phrases, which is part of the, what I was trained in, um, in the type of inner work that I do. And so you're starting to hear, you all, all of you have heard me talk about more soul, soul awakening, the awakening, awakening finance, awakening education, the soul of the nation. Our president Biden did a talk and he keeps talking about the soul of the nation. You know, there's a struggle. Remember, they all have higher selves too and they're tapped in. Now, they, there might be a misuse of power, which some of you may call evil. There may be a different agenda than what you have or other people have. But we're all interconnected and from the same source. So they're getting the, the information, the energetic packets, if you will, units of information and up-leveling. But remember, whatever we're channeling or downloading or receiving, it still has to go through our filters, us, our persona, our ego. So if we have a lot of conditioned response patterns and unhealed or unhandled wounding, that's going to skew things. That's going to give it a different perspective. So you might be noticing within yourself or other people that things are a little raw or getting more and more raw, meaning you might feel a little more vulnerable or like you're hanging out over to dry or like what I always say is like, for those of you in the United States, you'll understand this, like you're hanging over the Grand Canyon just by tweezers. Spirit, God, the universe is the big tweezer and you're just hanging over there. For my international listeners, just look up Grand Canyon. So you might feel a bit displaced right now. One of the things that's happening is the persona, the mask or mask 
are dissolving so that more and more what remains is the soul, more and more undiluted spiritual energy, more and more energy focus and more of the design or matrix from the soul. So there's this dissolving of these conditioned response patterns to get us to respond more authentically, more in the flow of our true nature. So you might be feeling that right now. And in a way what this does is it focuses more on your differences, your uniquenesses, to bring them or uniqueness into the world more, to live them out, to have more soul expression, heart connection, and heart opening, which is courage, kuros. So every new level or opening into more soul expression requires some level of courage. Now, courage, coming from the Latin word kuros, I can't remember the old French, um, it might be kuros, I think Latin is kuros. Anyway, something about center, and it comes from the old English word for heart. And core, kuros, core, center. So the center of our being and what aligns are not in a high-low, but let's say more of our transpersonal, transcendent aspects of being into the body and into the earth plane is the heart. It has to go through the center of the body. So in a way, we have above the heart the as above and below the heart as below. And both are important. That doesn't mean that there's not spiritual energy or higher vibrational frequency energy in the lower chakras or on the earth, in the middle earth, there are, because in truth, we're not really vertically, you know, we're vertical and horizontal. We, we manifest as one big creator cell or one big vortex comprised of many vortices, right? So, you know, we're all this spiraling energy. You might call it, you know, fractal, a spiral of energy that could be looked at as one huge spiral of consciousness made manifest, you know, of aspect of the unified field of consciousness or many little parts, you know, particles, wavelengths. There's just so many ways to look at it, right? So you're going to be feeling like, oh, I got to step into this next thing. And it's, ooh, it, it, can I do it? it? Should I do it? You know, and I would just say follow your heart, the opening. Not wild emotion, not getting caught up in emotion or emotionalism, but what is the true feeling, the nudge that you're getting? Someone asked me the other day, how do you know you're on the right track or being guided? And I was like, well, you get this nudge. It's kind of a steady, persistent, quiet, calm nudging. There's an urge. You can literally, when you connect into the subtle energy, you can literally feel like the energy of life itself right, the innate intelligence, which is life itself, you can literally feel it coursing through you and moving you in a certain way, a certain direction. It's very subtle. It becomes more and more palpable that you can really more feel it and see it, hear it, um, as you follow it more. Just like anything else on the earth plane, what we do gets stronger and stronger. What we consistently do over time that's something to remember with manifesting also is that it's not your fleeting thoughts that manifest. It's what you consistently think about. You know, it persists. Whether it's a resistance or a focus on something, a fear, it doesn't matter. 
what you're, where you're putting your consistent energy, attention, and focus, that is what is going to be drawn into some approximate, approximation, there we go, approximization of what you want. Now, it could be a facsimile, right? It could be a fax of what you want. It could be a falsity of what you want. It might not really be what it is, you know. That depends on where you're at in your cycle of the soul path and how clear you are and how many conditioned response patterns you have. How many blocks do you have that are literally pushing away what it is that you want, that you dearly want? Something to think about. Something to think about, my radiant soul light. So we get to callers? I think so. Three four seven five three nine five one two two. Let's tune in. See what people have to say. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Hey, thanks for coming. Hello. Hello. You're so welcome. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes, I can. Hi. My. What's your first my name? My question. My name is Jay. Okay, hi, Jay. And this is Michelle. I'm talking to her, Lauren, or your guest. Is Michelle, but the guest will be on in about about half an hour. You can always hang out longer and listen. Yeah, well, I do actually have a question, and in regards to if it's about the top for today, sacred geometry, what would you use for sacred geometry to create peace in the workplace? Mm, God, that's going to be a good one for Lon as well. Wow. Or, or. Pull a card for today and see what it can resolve and why is this happening to me a second time at the workplace because it's more it's drama-related and it's also getting into discrimination or bullying right now. So I'm not sure which way to go on this. So, okay. Yeah. Thank you. So you're welcome. So one of the things you want to remember that whenever we're using any kind of tool or focusing, it is a sense of the form of ritual. So it could be sacred geometry, it could be incense, it could be, you know, a spiral, which is part of the sacred geometry. Um, anything that we're using, we have to align with our intention. And, and part of what you're saying, too, does fit in with what I was saying earlier on in the podcast. We have to look at our condition response patterns. What are we conditioned to do and, and to believe about ourselves, other people, and situations? So we have to look at our relating patterns. So it's kind of like having affirmations or mantras, but if we don't alter or change on the subconscious, it either takes a lot longer to break through or it really doesn't. So they work together. Now, what I love is um, I think what cuts through for a lot of things is the, um, the Merkaba because it connects into the highest vibrational frequency of us, our higher self. So anytime we're addressing any issue with ourselves, with another person, with the universe, life itself, our life path, if we can get that connect into the higher self, the greater wisdom of the all that is that's coming through ourselves. One of the things that you can do also, I call it as above is so below, is drawing on anything, like if you have an issue or a concern, Drawing a triangle, an upward triangle, right, with part of the macabre with the point at the top, 
right. and then drawing an infer- inverted triangle. Okay, that again is is aligning to the higher vibrational frequency. So that six pointed star, it all that also connects you into um, the tree of life, the energy of the the magical spheres, which is where it's tapping into manifestation. So then it's asking yourself, what do I truly? want to manifest what do i want to manifest in this situation well you want to manifest the highest vibrational frequency the highest potential of the situation so the only way that we can really do that on the human level is we have to extend or expand in the higher vibrational frequency of us we have to extend or expand through the subtle energy into the unified field of consciousness now the in the unified field of consciousness the people or situation that are part of the problem, you're going to meet them in the higher vibrational frequency, which we also call inner plane work. So that's where you want to go for your solutions. And whether you draw that, that, that star, um, you wear something that has it, um, drawing it while you're meditating and focusing on the situation before you have a meeting or go into work or wherever the connection is, wherever the issue is, you're saying as above as so below i am tapping into not only of the higher vibrational frequency of of myself right of you but of the situation and i'm bringing it to the earth i'm grounding it i'm anchoring it i'm bringing it into physical form okay so you're tapping into the highest potential of the all that is in the in the particular situation that you're in Okay. okay. Hmm. All right. Let's yeah. Try that. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, try that. See what happens. Um, I don't know if Lon's listening or when she comes on, she may have a, a different take. But that, I find, any time we extend or expand into that part through our higher selves, which is the higher vibrational frequency of us. Um, you meet that person. You can even ask from that point of view what's needed or why are they doing this. Not from the ego level of your ego wounding or how they've hurt you or how it's been unfair, but getting the higher perspective of what's going on. And then what is your piece or part in it also, right? Right. And I've definitely seen that shift things. I've seen that in groups that I've worked with. I've seen that with individual um uh, clients that I've worked with, you know, as soon as we ascend into that a- higher aspect beyond the extremes of the polarity plane of playing out duality, that's things start to shift. There's that. There's the morphing. Mm-hmm. All right, keep us posted, okay? Yeah. Thanks so much for your wisdom. You're, you're welcome. Have a great. Good care. Have a great one too. You too. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Miss. Hello, hello. Hi, Michelle. It's Mitchie. <laughs> I knew you were going to call in today. Welcome. No. No way. <laughs> I did. I did. You came in my, actually my meditation earlier. and Because um, I was thinking about this being up in the air, what I was talking about earlier in the podcast, like how so many people are up oh. in the air. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You know what? I, I, didn't, I wasn't able to hear... Yet you're okay. I wasn't able to hear your first part yet because I'm actually at work at in the airport, 
and oh. I'm at work. I'm going to be up in the air soon. <laughs> Some of my predictions. I'm going to be flying soon. Job back. I did. Yeah, I did. Oh, good, because I was one of those that came in your reading, I remember. You called in or something. Or I, meant, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, good, 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 good. I got it back, and I'm actually, this is my first um, trip, trip that I started two days ago. Um, yeah, this is it. So I, I got back. <laughs> Yay. Oh, my gosh. I'm, Yay. Yay, I'm so happy I came through. Thank you, Michelle. Um, Okay, my question to you now. (laughs) My question to you is, um, now I have a situation with my ex, and he kind of wants to keep the kids until the end of the school year, and I don't want that. And Mm -hmm. I, it's a long story, but... That's essentially what he wants to do, and I don't want that. And I want to know what should I do to get them back before, like, by, I just bought a house, by the way, and I'll be moving in October 23rd, and I was thinking of getting the kids back by the by November 1st. But he doesn't want right. to. Yeah, you're going to have to flow with it. You're oh, no, to I'm going to have to leave, leave them there with him? You may, yeah, well, whatever it is, I'm hearing you have to flow with it. So I don't know what that means for you. There may be some things that are okay. a little bit out of control is, is what I'm hearing. Okay. Okay, out of the situation. Um, how are you, how, you're wanting um, to get back with, go ahead. No, I want the kids to be back with me, and he all of a sudden wants to keep them until June when before he wasn't even taking care of them. Right. So oh, unless you're going to court or something, because I, I, I feel like there's some things that are going to be a little out of your control in regards oh. to them. Yeah. I don't want that. I you really kind of already, don't. And I, would, I know. I, yeah, but, but you're, you're asking something that isn't really, it's a process thing, okay? It's not really, okay. there's like no magic. You, you have some stuff that you have to deal with with him. So he doesn't okay. have stuff hanging like this hanging over you. That's what this is about. Just like you had to kind of stand up for yourself, and it didn't. You and it ended up, you know, with hardship, but it ended up being okay. The job came back. There's right. something similar with this with this situation. Like I, you know, Michelle, like it's these are my babies. I don't like having them away from me like this, and these are my kids. I. And then he doesn't really, I don't think he cares. I think it's because he doesn't want to pay child support. It's a power struggle. Yeah, it's a power struggle. Yeah, with him. The money. With him, yeah. You just went, yeah. But the thing is, I get it. I'm not, I'm just channeling his mind, what he's thinking, you know, his state. It's not I agree of, you know, I'm not, I'm being neutral. But the thing is, and I get where you're at, but it's a similar situation that you had with the work situation. He's, part, he's right. part of that energy. So you have to deal right. with him. You know, it can't be always, because I feel like he's, it's the money, but it's also the power struggle. You know, he's seeing you yep. as very strong. Him, yep. Yeah. So you're going to have to deal with it so in a way that it doesn't come up anymore. 
Something's left hanging so, is what I'm hearing. Okay, so that would that be going to court? Well, it may be that or a letter, a legal letter, or, or that you have a different agreement with him. You see what I'm saying? Because right now there's something, I, I don't, you know, this is just a mini reading, but I feel something yes. is hanging. It's unfinished. There's a loophole. And, and, and you've been able to kind of, he's been busy or doing other things. So you know, maybe he sees you moving and you got the house and he sees you doing better than him. And so here's the power grab. Here's the power play. So you have to do something okay. that just, just doesn't come in. Mm-hmm. So what if what if I just get, take the kids because there's no real agreement, there's no court ordered, nothing. So really, it's me. But I brought the kids to him because. So what if I just take them and that's it? You can do that, but it's still going to be uh, it's still going to be open. You're still going to have. Yeah, to I feel deal like you could retaliate, quote unquote. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You've been doing it this way, and it's worked so far because he's been focused on other things. He's been busy. I don't know if he had a girlfriend or what's going on. But I do feel like you're up-leveling, and sometimes people like this, they, they smell that. You know, you've got the house, you're moving on, and so here's the power play. So I wouldn't right. overreact or do anything rash, but you have to, you know, like I like to say, you have to seven a sword bit. You, ha- you have to strategize a bit. On, ooh, I don't want this coming up all the time, so I'm going to have these better boundaries. Right, because, yeah. All right, the thing is I found a lawyer, but she's like, she's, she costs uh, ridiculous, she, she, it's ridiculous what she charges. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to get a lawyer into this right away, right now, because it's going to be all this money to get said, to court, and et cetera. That you, don't have to rush, you don't have to rush into it, but it may even be just a letter. It may be mediation. I don't know. But right now, you're okay. not emotionally stable to make a decision. You're, you know, you're, you're pissed. <laughs> you're upset. You, gotta, you want to leave, and now, and now, and now you've got to deal with this crap. You know what I mean? So I get it. So you've got to yeah. kind of center, yeah. and then you've got to kind of stealthily plan things out and then go – Okay, I don't want to have to go through this again. What are my options? And that might be talking to a lawyer or a mediator or somebody or reading up on something. I just feel like if you leave it open-ended, you're going to come around. This is going to be cycle every now and then. It may die down, but then it will come back again. Okay, so I have to, like, nip it, wrap it up, nip it in the bud and um, get it, you know, tied legally, whatever. Okay, I see. I see. Yeah. I know. I see. What, I I know what you're saying. I'm, I may not be repeating it pr- properly, but I know what I see. What you're saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I am pissed, and uh, I do. I I know that it's a power grab because, uh, you know, he has nothing going on, and he just, you know, wants to get back at me. But at the same time, also in this moment, I kind of feel like I'm being I'm weak. Like I like he's. Like he has power over me, I, I'm kind of feeling that, and I don't like no, that feeling. No, 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 okay. no. Because but both of you, both of you have been doing the power over under power. You were feeling very powerful and maybe moving things, manipulating things around, and he was feeling underpowered. But he really, he was semi underpowered. But he was busy doing other things. I don't know what was going on with him. But you don't, in your next level, Missy, you don't, you don't have the time, the energy for what it is that you want to do. You can't be strong-arming him. You can't be 
holding up this defensive energy shield. You get it, what I'm saying? Right. You've been doing that to make things work in the way that you want to. You need support. And sometimes support is an outside situation or person or influence or an outside agreement. So you don't have to keep on the astral plane, you know, holding this up and emotionally, you know, you you just like – you know, it's like walking down a street that's like a, an alleyway in a, in a, in a city that's it's dark, you know, and, and you know that, you know, maybe there's gangs or something around. And so we don't just right. kind of thought, we, we puff ourselves up and we walk fast. You know, you've been holding that yeah. energy, and it's time to release it. Your soul's like, okay, done, done. We know you can do that. We know you can hold that space. You can hold that space. You can do that when you need to. You can do that for yourself, right. for your baby. But you don't want to do that as you go in more and more into your next level of soul expression and soul, you know, experience. Because that takes a lot of energy away from self-expression or creative expression. Right. All right, sweetie, keep us posted. Okay. Will do. Hug. Thank you, love. Back to you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Hello, hello. Hello there, Michelle. It's Sunray. <gasps> Another one I thought of the other day. Okay, I'm getting the, I'm getting the messages on the astral. Are you? Are you? <laughs> Were you yeah. just meditating and thinking about me as well this morning? <laughs> Yeah, well, I've been doing a lot of readings, and also where I'm at, it's been extra hot, so I've been inside more, you know, um, and that's some air on. I've been outside a little bit here and there, mm-hmm. the trees and stuff. But I've been doing a lot of readings, a lot of meditation, and just every, and, and also these reels that I've been doing for Instagram, so I kind of have to, I'm tuning in with those. And I don't know, people have just been flashing, flashing, coming in, visiting. Um, yeah. Because I also feel a lot of is, um, with the persona dissolving, it's it's feeling a little like shifting sand, you know, and people are kind of reaching out energetically, not just to me, but to the universe. And, you know, that's what I'm picking up on that reaching out, like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're, you're definitely on it. I, I Things are, speaking of shifting sands or shifting winds or shifting frequencies, um, (laughs) everything that's shifting um, that's fluid. Um, I would say I'm going through this thing where, so this guy that I really like, um, he's moved to California. And um, I don't know when he will be back, but then there's also this other a person I started talking to recently, but then some health things happened to my body, so I had to shift focus. And but you you re- reminding me of um, when you told me to write down four things I wanted to um, like accomplish, and then also like ten qualities that I see in myself that I love in myself. So I wrote this down. One of the things I wrote down that I wanted to create: um, uh, falling in love, having that relationship. And um, so I. Now through the summer, now at the end of summer, I've had plenty of opportunities and have met so many guys. And uh, but now I'm finding myself, you know, still in a space, um, a little uncertain. Um, and I just don't know if you know 
Dean Paolo said like the end of the year. Um, but I'm not. I'm what just, I'm getting I'm, is you I'm are good. having situations of love, love manifested, you know, universal love, the love that you, you know, through these situations. But you do have mm-hmm. to keep bringing it back to you, whatever you need to focus on, or your health, whatever your your goals are, your vision. You know, goals are those little steps. You know, I like to call them also plans. And then I feel someone is going to be there on the path you know, with you and, and for you, but you can't plan. That's part of this dissolving. It's like we're really being more and more guided through our higher self, which is our soul coming through. So it's a different type of navigation system. So I'm not sure. I'm not feeling the person around you right now. It could be this person that left and that may come back or maybe you move. See, one of the things, Sunray, and this is for everyone also, that because I'm so feeling it in you and I felt it in Mitchie with this, there's this, um, we're like being transplanted in a way. I don't know how to explain it. it sure, like we're moving from one state to another state, right? So if you're moving one yeah. state to another state, you used to be in this state. And that state could be like a physical state or it could be a state like a state of mind. Yes. Well, it's always a state of mind, vibration, and consciousness, but it may manifest as a city or a state or a way of living. But right now, to kind of get the condition response patterns and old beliefs kind of shaken off, there is a lot of transition, transitional energy, which means a lot of the unknown that we can't map out. But the one thing that I know the guides have been sharing with me is that we have to remember that things are coming together even though we don't see it or we or maybe feel and look like to us that we're not doing all we can to make it happen. But it's like we've set things in motion and now it starts moving around in the etheric plane. And then when, as it gets closer into the denser physical reality, then we respond to that, whether it's etherically through inside inspiration or through the spirit realm. So you need to focus back on whatever it is you need to do in the moment, knowing that your your intention, your your dream, your vision, your plan is coming together. That way that you can just respond to it. So you've already done enough action is what I'm hearing. You need to put yourself, allow yourself to be in the, yes, in the position to magnetically attract, to, to um, draw in. You know, it's okay. interesting. I was just listening, which I'm going to have to – I have to write myself a little note. I have to um, – I want to repost this this saying that I did. I was interviewed on I don't, Maria Menounos, Conversations with Maria. And um, um, I was saying it, – it came up. I was watching something else on YouTube, and then my own short came up <laughs> with my, my thing. And I was like, oh, oh I got to listen to it. I got to listen to this. <laughs> and so I know I was like, oh, they're good. It was her, it's her face on the thing. So I didn't know if it was something that she was saying. And then when I clicked on it, it was I was being interviewed by her. And so it was something I was saying. Mm-hmm. One of them was, don't accept what you don't want. And the other mm-hmm. thing was, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh, Michelle, mm-hmm. that was a good one. Um, was that when we're manifesting, what we really we don't really make something happen. And to some degree or create it, we draw it in. We set up the circumstances or situation to then draw it in. 
Mm. So it's kind of like mm. having a great party, right? Or going to great, you have all the or, elements there. Maybe yeah, you have a that makes sense. Fire, right? Like a trap. So, like you're creating, you're, like let's say you're, you're, you're in the forest and you're hunting for food or whatever, a rabbit. So you create the circumstances in that area for capturing that rabbit by setting up a trap. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, so yeah. it's not, I'm not like so all of a sudden I want rabbit and then it happens in my hand. I have to actually, you know, do the work. And then once I've done the work, I have to trust that my trap is there and just continue living and then come back to it to see, you know, yes. what And then you're in that. alignment where it, then mm. you become in alignment with the with the inspired action, the action steps that you needed to do, you put and the intention uh, of yes, and that's the okay, universe so completes it. Like, it's it's manifesting from a different um, um, a different perspective. So like kind of where we thought that manifestation takes lots of action and work is like the old yeah. operating system, yes. and now we're operating yes. from a new system of manifestation through intention and focus yes well what i will share with you is we always the problem is is there's so much misinformation out there because if you really in all the books all the cds secret all of that that's been my my kind of my pet peeve for many years but now people it's a it's, people are starting to realize oh that really doesn't work i can't use the law of magnetic attraction you're not using anything you're doing what you do. You're setting up the circumstances. And if you look at it, this is how we have always created or manifested. Mm. We set up the circumstances yeah. and then draw it in. We ready ourselves. It's like we ready the soil and then we plant the seed. We don't get in the soil and make the seed sprout and make the sprout turn into a branch and make it turn into a flower and magnetize it and go, we don't stand over there and go, I'm drawing in a flower. I'm drawing, I'm magnetizing a flower. I'm doing the law of magnet. I'm drawing in. From, no. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> right here, right? <laughs> that makes sense. Oh my God. Well, this yeah, I guess like time, I guess our perception of time is silly. Like we, we can think of time as something that is like day to day. It's very slow, and it's like, oh man, it's taking forever. Or you can and like watching the water to boil. Like you're just watching, and then time's going so slow. Whereas time is not really slow; it doesn't even exist. So if you just walk away from the water, the sea, then it like all of a sudden boils yes. and it like cooks. Okay. Yes. Yes, it's both. It's both. It's the watching. It's so the, how do you it's remind yourself thing. of that it, it, in, in those moments? Sorry, how do you remind yourself of those? Like, because it's like, okay, so we know these things, but when moments come up where you're like, oh man, I just you know really am thinking of that person or thinking of that situation that I'm manifesting and it's not there. Like, what would what are what is something uh, that you a do couple to things. I'm open. I'm open in my frustration. I either remind myself or like what happened today is I pulled in actually an interview of me saying this, what, what I already know that I need to remember. You see what I'm saying? So I'm aligned and I keep myself aligned. And, and if I'm not in alignment, I bring myself into alignment of I need the, I need the confirmation, the affirmation, or I need the truth. I have the reality. 
and then I draw that in, whether it's a reading, a person, a situation, a, a flash of my own insight or reminding myself, um, or like today, how it happened today. So, and I'm reminded, we, we, we don't, we, like you said, you said it perfectly, we set up the situation and circumstances. That's the electrical part. That's the male part of us. But, you know, in truth, when we um, draw in or magnetize, we draw in by vibration. We don't have to make ourselves draw in. It's like a magnet. A magnet doesn't, it just draws in. You put the magnet and whatever's metal comes to it. Whatever's in the alignment of the magnet comes to it. So you just have to remember that you're living your life. And you also have to remember that a lot of our creations take a long time. And sometimes we have been focused or trying to draw in or manifest something three or four or three, three to five years. And so sometimes these older remnants of these manifestations come through and we have to kind of let them come through and then let them dissolve, let the energy of them dissolve for what we're now focused on, right? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To make room for, you know, okay. Wow. Well, it's not necessarily okay. make room. It's actually a requalifying of the energy of change. So sometimes something that we wanted, let's say a few months ago or years ago, it finally comes in, but we've shifted. So, and, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's, oh, I don't want that. I didn't want that anymore. Oh, I didn't. But it's like, okay, but at the one time you did want a version of that. So we just have to know, okay, this is something better. This is coming in. Now the energy, it came in, but that's not your focus. You don't reject it. You just allow that energy, that that picture or image or the, you know, the facsimile of what it is you wanted to create, you, you let it come in or through your life and you just don't engage. You just let it be or you minimally engage and then it already, then it automatically starts up leveling to more of the ideal of what you want. What blocks hmm. a lot of our higher vibrational manifestations is the resistance to what is. We start mm. resisting. Oh, it's not happening. It's not happening. Not happening the way I want. I don't want this one. I wanted it this way. I wanted it that way. And th- th- so that resistance muckies up the energy. Now we're tangling with the energy where it's, it's becoming enmeshed. We're enmeshed. It can't mm. freely flow. But if we allow it and acknowledge it, it automatically goes into what's most life enhancing and then aligns to the new vision and version. If we accept what is and just allow it to move through. Hmm. Oh, hmm. Sunray Radiant Light, I could talk to you forever. You sparked the channel to open wider. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep the current flowing then. <laughs> yes, that's it. Keep the current flowing. That is it. Yes. All right, Sunray, you take good care. Be in touch. Oh, likewise. Love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Hello, you're on Awakenings. Hello, hello. Hi, Michelle. This is Kate. Hey, Kate. Welcome. Thank you. I um, moved a couple months ago, and it seems like the winds are moving toward um, actually not really settling yet, but, I mean, the same area, but uh, it's like long-term... Things are coming up for me, opportunities. Yeah. Um, I'm 
And so I'm just seeing what you, so what I'm looking That's for now. That's why you're not going to know. That's why I did the talk at the beginning of the podcast, the channeling. You're hanging by tweezers over the Grand Canyon right now. And you just got to be where you're at and follow the flow, the urge or the nudge of, of what it feels like you need or want to do, you know, what, what, where you're being guided. So you're going to be in transition, I feel, a bit more. You're, you haven't yet landed. You've landed, right. but you haven't. It's like you're, you're at base camp. There's more camps to go. And many people are in that position right now because I do feel the close of the year, but for sure next year there's going to be another mass exodus. So those people that feel stuck are going to finally get their mission, their moving papers, and, and land. The other thing is i got to tell you, and those of you that are in Patreon, I talked about this in the channeled information from the guide, the original visions I got about the pandemic, the virus, what the government's doing, the trilateralists, the cabal, whatever you want to call them all, elitists, corporatocracy, technocracy, whatever in the heck. Um, there's a lot of people, you're going to be a lot of people more nomadic for periods of time, um, like different camp, different places that you go to connect with different people or stay with different people flat or house swapping or coming in. Yeah. So there is this idea, yeah, of mobility, right? And I feel that around you, Kate. There is this idea, there's this, it, it's, um, I even saw the day, the day advertised something in Spirito or something. You know, you see it with Airbnb, with uh, in Spirito, I think it's called, which is like a takeoff of inspiration where you have, you can rent these houses, longer term, vacation homes, where people are, Staying, so yeah, so don't yeah, don't fret. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have your base. Um, I just don't see it yet around you. Okay. Yeah. So I do want I do need an an income from home then. You know, so I do need to create yes. something yes. that I can do when I stay another house sitting or so. I and I don't have that yet. So I. Yeah. What's your background again, Kate? What do you do? You know, I, I did, I taught in Japan and I English and I taught English in Brazil. So I'm thinking of online um, ESL teaching. Perfect. Start that. Yeah. Well, you guys are creating, creating a very different way of living. And, and most people are going to have three to five resources, interests, Sources uh-huh. of income, hobbies, hobbies that turn into income. So there's this, if the soul wants expansion. So, yeah. So if you're feeling that, that nudge, you know, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. All right. All right. Thanks for calling in. Okay. I think our guestie is here. So if you didn't get your – hold on, because probably Lon, we're going to chat, but we'll probably do some more readings, I think. Um, I mentioned at the top of the program that she has these amazing, amazing oracle cards, um, also based on sacred geometry. I don't know if our first um, guest is still listener, part of the community, new person, guest. Um, Anyway, if you have a question or comment, 347-539-5122. Let me just share a little bit about Lon, if you're not sure. 
haven't heard about her um, on this podcast or other podcasts or her amazing cards. Uh, Lon is a visionary. Uh, she's a mindset coach as well as a Nautilus and COVR award-winning artist. Also an author of these amazing oracle cards. She's got a few of them out, and I do think I saw something on Instagram that there is something new coming out based on Merlin, her, her um, Merlin magic book. Uh, anyway, Juan uses sacred geometry designed to address large concepts that are the basis of our human soul experience. Um, so she puts these images in combination with her teachings through writing and um, books as well as oracle cards. So let's see. I just think I saw her. Let's pull her up here. Hang out with us, guys. Just stay on the line. Stay on the line. Get your tea or coffee. Hey, Lon. Welcome. Hi, Michelle. Hi. It's so Hi. nice to be back Good on your show. Hi. Oh, yes. I have a, I know. I want to do something else with you that's coming up, something I'm cooking up. So always enjoy when oh, cool. we come to, uh, yes. yeah, together. Um, and I was listening. Yeah, so I, uh, I was listening in. Yeah, I was listening for the last yeah. 10 minutes. I love your expression of hanging, hanging by tweezers over the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> Great visual. <laughs> Right? It does feel like that, doesn't it? It does. And they're they're big tweezers, but they're still tweezers. Right. Oh, yeah, sure. Yes. Oh, gosh. I love it. I love it. A couple things. First of all, and I do want, I don't know if he's still on the line, but we had a great question about use of sacred geometry. And I said I would ask you, um, or maybe he'll call back in. yeah, for power struggles or, you know, getting into the highest, um, well, I was nudging in there to the highest vision and version of the situation, connecting. But, like, what kind of the sacred, maybe one of your cards, your oracle cards, or, or drawing a sacred uh, geometric symbol to help anchor the wanting to dissolve the, the, the power struggle or the negative situation or the the issue this person was talking at, uh, about at work. Right. And I love that because I was, it's kind of, you and I talked about it, like a yantra, right? It's like a yantra for meditation right. on the energy. Yeah. What would you suggest? Oh, I would work with the flower of life without a doubt. That came to mind right away when you started talking. And, and mostly because the flower of life, um, and for those people that don't know it, the flower of life is that symbol that I'm sure that you have seen somewhere that is like, a whole bunch of circles that intersect in the middle. And they make this beautiful flower-like symbol. And it symbolizes and it has for centuries and centuries and throughout every continent and in a lot of different cultures, it symbolizes our human understanding of how everything is connected, right? So the way Mm. I would like to see it is like – by ourselves, we are a perfect circle, and our heart is in the perfect middle of that circle. And when we connect with somebody else and we are in relationship with them, that can be any kind of relationship, right? The way we interact with each other, with our, with our colleagues, with our friends, with our parents, our family members, our neighbors, our partners, our children, um, then those, those circles, they start overlapping each other's and they connect in the heart. 
And that's how we build relationship. Mm, I, mean, okay. I would like to see it that way. So when, when you talk about the power struggle, a power struggle has always to do with the fear of some sort of a scarcity, right? There is only a need mm-hmm. to struggle for, for more power if you feel that there is not enough for you, right? Exactly. So it's, 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 it comes from, from um, yeah, the, the idea that there is a lack and there is scarcity. Yeah. So when we, when we look at the flower of life, we get reminded that anything in existence in life is based on the same patterns, it has the same repetitions, and everything is connected. And we are always, we are always taken care of, and we're always exactly where we should be at the right time, at the right moment, if we learn how to read the subtle messages and the subtle signs that the universe is throwing our ways. And then there's no reason to struggle, yeah. to be afraid. And so I would work with the flower of life for sure. Okay. Love that. Okay. Yeah, that interconnect, interesting, because I t- touched on earlier uh, about the heart, the, the, the center um, that's really our core, our, you know, our, right. kind of our grounding point, too. It is the, the, the center of the core. Uh, so, yeah, it is, like and it's our center of intuition as well. Yeah. It's very subtle. Now, do you find, I, I think we're going to be able to feel it more as we clear out more of this emotionalism, the drama, trauma, like soap opera emotions. Like we think that oh, it's yeah. like, a, yes, I got to do this. <gasps> but it's very subtle the way it guides us. It's like, it, I don't know, it gets, it's interesting. It's like a, It's like a current, I think. Sunray said in the chat, keep the current going. But I'm finding if I'm aligning through the heart, it's subtle, but then as I go towards what I want, the current gets stronger. It's like, it's like being right. carried in, the, like in a river or something, right? Yes. And, and, and also, if something comes up and we feel like, oh, my gosh, this is the sign of the universe and it's, and it's telling me to do something, even when that comes up for me, I still discern it, right? It doesn't mean that yes. when something oh, pops yes. up in my head that I, that I run out the door and, you know, and I run like in, in, a, in a busy traffic situation because that popped up in my head. Um, I always discern it like, is this aligned, right? Is this aligned? And where is it coming from? Because sometimes our mind can be tricky as well. Sometimes our mind will come up with really clever ideas to get our, uh, get our attention and it will bring a certain thought or something to the foreground. And we might think that that was our intuition, right? So there's always, it's a, it's a playing between learning to discern, like, what is this, where is it coming from? What is it triggering or what did it get triggered from? And to sit with that for yeah. just a moment as well. Yeah. You know, unless you're in a situation where something tells you that you're in danger, then I would say act immediately because it doesn't really matter if it's true or not. But if you feel that, you know, jump out of the way or, right, get yourself to safety for sure. And you bring up a really great um, point here, which which actually I was uh, talking to a friend the other day because I had to really meditate on it. So I love what you're bringing up. You know, 2017 to 2018, I, I actually, from I had four days of visions for, of the pandemic, everything that was going to be happening, you know, I told people closest to me and people I work with. And, and in those visions, I also had 
buy property in this certain place. And I thought, oh, okay, and you know, it's at Airbnb, it'll be a good investment. And but at then, I really wasn't in the space to to um, do that. But I thought, okay, as soon as it's ready to do that, um, which I went this year and looked, and I stayed in the mountains um, where I was at. I was in Joshua Tree, and it had changed so much. And I felt it out. And you know, I met some lovely people, reconnected with some people that I know in the area. And I just thought, oh, my God, no, this is, no, maybe, I don't know if I want to do that step. So I think you, this is so important because sometimes there's an intermediary step to where we're going or what we're going to do, and that may no longer be necessary if we've shifted. And so I agree with you. If we just blindly go, because um, some of my friends were saying, oh, but you had this vision and everything was accurate, you know, are you going to do that? And I said, I'm going to go check it out <laughs> in, the, right. in the present time, right, in my present vibrational frequency and, and see because there's a big difference between 2007, 2008, and 2022. So, Lon, yes. let's explore this. How do we do – because it's, you know, one part can say – Everything else was accurate and panned out, and is it the ego that says don't do this? You know, how do we know that okay, that directive isn't of the highest vibrational frequency? It isn't the most joy. It isn't really wasn't going to be the most joy of fulfillment. Now, when I think about buying someplace there, having it as a second home, and you know, renting it out, my you can even hear it in my voice. I think, oh God, this is going to be a lot of work, and it's hot there. <laughs> Right. Well, it 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 kind of goes back to what you I, I was listening to the last the last guest that you had um, on the show, and you were talking about that sometimes the visions that we have they manifest um, in our timeline in in a later you know they don't manifest right away they come later, and it could be that in the meantime we have shifted and we're on a different track. Right, okay. so it doesn't necessarily mean that the vision that we had back then, or what we thought that we wanted to do, or what would be aligned, that was at the time where you were at in the vibrational frequency that and that was aligned also with with those thoughts and those feelings that you had back then. But we're in constant flux. Like even if we look okay. at the universe and if we look at the if we look at the quantum field, like in, in the place of unmanifested energy where everything just exists as a potential, right? Every potential mm-hmm. is is present there. And they you could almost see like, okay, it could be like this or it could be green or it could be red or it could be yellow or it could be uh, you know, it could be purple, it could be square, it could be round, it could be all of that. And now the question becomes like, what do you align the most with in this moment? So today you mm. might, and I'm just using colors and, and shapes, but they're, they're, of course, metaphorical for any situation, right? So mm-hmm. it could be that today you would feel like, okay, I'm really drawn to, to circles today. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that now you have to put everything in your house and make it circular, Right, because maybe tomorrow mm-hmm. you're going to wake up and you're going to be very drawn to a triangle, and maybe the, today mm-hmm. you're more like a triangle. And it's so true what you were saying about how everything is. I I feel like everything is much more in flux, and that comes yeah. with the whole territory of multidimensionality. 
right? I mean, in 3D, it's a physical world, and it's much more stable. Like a house is a house, a chair is a chair, a tree is a tree, and it it pretty much stays there. So it's very solid, it's very firm, it's something we can count on, which is what we've been doing. Our three-dimensional world was full of, like, securities and certainties that we were counting on. And now that we're moving out of 3D, things become much more fluid. It's flowing, oh, yeah. it's morphing, it's changing. And it's changing depending on how we feel and what we think and what we do. So we're in constant interaction with our surroundings. And, what, and so the potentials that are showing up are, are different in each moment as well. And that can be really yeah. unnerving for a lot of people. Yeah. You've got to kind of, you know, it's like free-falling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even the even what's perceived to be solid, even though we know it's not really solid, is we're feeling it. The, the the 3D is. I don't know about you, but I'm seeing it and feeling it less solid. I, you know, I feel the. Oh yeah. I want to say I feel the foundation or the structure, well, but even when I'm sitting on something, I can feel that it's moving. It's not really solid. You know. Right. Right. I often. I don't know about you. I often feel. Um, it's almost like I can feel the breathing. On the, underneath it, like yeah. I, I get this sense yeah. of that things are, or or are, or, or almost like a humming in my ears. You know, especially if you sit somewhere where it's quiet, it just feels that every go, everything goes like boom, boom, and it's just moving and yeah. breathing and singing and whispering. And um, I love it, but I think like you, I I feel like I've been preparing for this many lifetimes and I mm-hmm. feel more um I feel more at home right now on earth than yeah. I've done at any point in my life in my earlier life. So yeah. I like this. But I, yeah. I can totally well. see how more mm-hmm. right. Right? There's so much possible now. And nothing is for certain and, and and I, um, I actually love that. I think for a lot of people it's unnerving. For me, it feels like nothing has to be that way. So that means that if, um, you know, I don't need to own my stories, I don't need to own my diagnoses mm-hmm. or my labels or, mm-hmm. right, I can if I want to, or I can just discard them and go like, nah, that's not a story that I want to live. I'm going to write a different story with a different outcome yeah. and a different path. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, obviously, it's, if we're looking at it from a quantum le- it's, uh, physics level, it's string theory. I- I'm thinking of this movie, The Sliding Doors. I don't, I just remember, I don't even remember the whole movie, but I remember they kept sliding the door and they'd open, or it was like a car door, and they get in and out, and then there's these multiple potentialities, and um, we are these potentiates. We have these multi-options, and I think that's one, a lot of what's freaking people out is we have more options, but we right. have to. But you have to respond or wait till the right one opens. And of course, the ego part, mine wants to make a decision on the options, or, or it's like, well, there was two options, three options. Now there's five options, and it's like, oh no, which one? But it's, it's almost like we're calling all these options or these timelines into existence, then to see which one is the becomes the, the main one or the stronger one, you know, that the energies of well, the, we have little, a choice. the other one. We have a choice, yeah. 
Yeah? yeah. And, and and we're not used to it, right? I mean, we, we come from yeah. a paradigm and a belief system and an educational system and our whole society, every institution, our educational system, our health system was based on on, on basically putting the power um, outside of ourselves. Yeah. It never really taught yeah. us how much we are at the core of everything that unfolds. So now for a lot of people, that's a big jump. They want somebody yeah. to tell them, like, just tell, tell me what them. to do, right? Tell me what yeah. the truth is. And, and the truth is that the truth is actually very fluid as well. There's not yeah. a lot of truth. A lot of truth. <laughs> right, there's not a lot of right? things that are like the ultimate yeah. truth, right? Yeah. So, and and right. I find that liberating, but I, I can also too. see that for a lot of people that is terrifying. That's like, yeah. I don't want to hear that, you know, this is supposed to be solid. This is supposed to be just working that way. And I'm like, yeah, it could be working that way or not, if you don't want it to. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't want it to. Yeah, if you just wait or shift, do something and shift, a new opportunity comes in. Um, right. Yes. And, and that's what people are having to understand. You have to kind of wait to respond to what you've set in motion through the universe. It, you know, gathers that resonance, coherence, that momentum um, to be presented as choice. Uh, it, I think, too, people have to get comfort with the quantum aspect of that. That's, and I know that's a lot about, yeah. your, you know, your Merlin book, which I love. And, and was I right? Did I see on Instagram? I, yes. coming. Yes, it is. Yes. I am so excited. Yes, it is coming. It is coming next year. Um, We are deeply into the whole process. I wrote it all. It's all the cards are designed. We are now in the, in the editorial phases. Um, I'm very, very excited about it because it's, I feel like the, the book by itself almost is especially, uh, no, sorry, not the book, but the guidebook with the deck. Um, if you read it, it's almost like you can read it as a book. I mean, I poured so oh, much wonderful. of what, what I already input, uh, put in uh, Modern Merlin, the book. Um, a lot of it is, goes hand in hand with the deck. It stands on its own. And if you want to go deeper into it, then the book is definitely a great thing to go with it. But I feel this deck has so much about multidimensionality, your role in it, um, and how magical you really are, you know, magical in the sense like you can do things that you were never taught, that you could never even imagine, and that your logical brain might have a, you know, still like a really, um, like a challenge with. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, oh, I love I'm, it. I'm thrilled. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's people, let people, okay, let's, cause, so the book is Modern Merlin, Uncover Your Magical yes. Powers. A new paradigm Correct. for a new time. That's it. A new paradigm for a new time. Reclaiming right. the magician part of us, the creative, and, 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 and get people to see that right. creative isn't, oh, I made a picture, I wrote a poem. It's, it's creating our life, essentially. Right. You know, like you're right. talking it moment to moment. Mm-hmm. And our ability to co-create, so to be in partnership with the universe in the sense like you can yeah. learn how to just be become more aware of all the subtleties that are constantly showing up for me when i take a walk and i have a butterfly flying right in front of my face i choose to take that as an invitation to contemplate the concept of transformation because butterflies kind of Mm -hmm. are symbolic of transformation right 
So I don't see it as any prediction or anything. I just see it as an invitation of the universe putting that in front of me like, hey, how about transformation? How are you doing with that? Do you want some? Mm. Do you not? Do you feel like you're in the midst of it? Or would you like more of that? Um, I feel like I'd like to see all of that as invitations. So we have a choice. Yes. And that's it, making not even making, allowing the, us as the quantum field, the unified field of consciousness, consciousness made manifest, allowing ourselves to be in the living, breathing, breathing life in communication with everything and everyone. And, and then it be, turns on this magical, surreal experience where, as you said, then we're, we're living as these co-creators constantly, constantly in right. communication or com- communing with life itself with source you know yes Um, we've got queen in the chat saying i came here welcome i was drawn here today because of sacred geometry oh great queen all right well let's open it up if you want to let's callers i don't know if we got the was it john the first caller let's just see what anybody has to say or ask or share yeah and um absolutely why not okay let's see here Hi, you're on air. You're on with Lon and Michelle. Uh, Hi. Hi, this is Sunny. And um, I actually called before Lon came on, um, although I'd be delighted to get your input also. Um, I've been in a situation where I've been, my, my, there's construction going on right next to my apartment. Um, I'm in Ecuador and apparently they're refurbishing a hotel. Um, And I've been really happy with my apartment up until all this happened. Um, And I'm wondering whether this is going to get any better. It was supposed to just last for three weeks, and now it's been going on for almost four months. Um, And I'm wondering whether or not I should be seriously looking for someplace else, even though I really love this, you know, almost everything else about this place. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm just kind of wondering so if that's you your see. Question. Yeah, my question, I guess my question is, should I be seriously looking for another place to move, or is are things going to settle down here? Uh, or um, is that a clear enough question? Yes. Yes. I Do think you want so. me to say something stuff. about it? Or yeah. what do you want to do, Michelle? Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. let us keep going. Yeah, I can feel you're getting, you got a message coming through. <laughs> right. I, as soon as you started started talking, I, I immediately felt that what they were showing me, like, um, you know, most constructions, they're temporary. And, of course, temporary right. is a very flexible um, concept, as you are finding out, where, com- exactly. where temporary <laughs> was supposed to be three weeks, and now it's a couple of months. Um, I would say, like, it is totally, totally up to you. Just know that it is temporary. There will be an end to the construction, so it will go back to a peaceful place. But if this is bringing you so much out of your own inner harmony and balance that it's really affecting you, then I would look around. On the other hand, my invitation to you and what they were showing me as well is, like, to realize that now that we are moving more into the, um, a multidimensional reality, it's going to get more complex. It is not going to slow down. 
You know, it's like we're being offered instead of juggling four eggs before, and then we got six eggs, now we have 10 in the air. They're going to offer us more and more eggs, and we are learning how to stay um, balanced on the inside and regardless of what's going on around us. You know, it's like right. learning to med- med- meditation in a cave where there is nothing going on. It's easy. Now try meditating in the middle of Times Square. Oh, and right, see if right. You can still. And, I, and, I, and I feel like that. It's been my teacher. I've, I've learned all kinds of right. strategies for, yes. you know, for staying centered and, and all of that. But, but at times it's, 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 uh, it is getting, uh, it's getting wearing. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, can totally, I can imagine that, but, but what a gift as well, right? How this is, yeah. has, has been a teacher and how it's teaching you how to, how to cope and how to find new tools and, and extend yourself uh, in a different level to find inner peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's yeah, what I would, uh, Sunny, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll scoot you up and I'll give my input and then we'll get to the next one. Okay, sweetie? Okay. Thanks for calling in. Lots of love. Oh, oh, um, oh Michelle. Can... Whoops, 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 whoops. Disappeared. Hello, hello. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. Mich- yeah, Michelle, this is still sunny. I was wondering if you have anything to add also. I was hoping you the did. The same thing. In all, in all, because I feel like what you're going through is, is individual to you, but also to so many. Um, acceptance of what is and being where you're at because I feel vibrationally you could move and there would be something else so I feel a lot of us are getting these kinds of messages I've even been traveling and there was all there was a funny smell and the kid there's all these different things and I just kept I I was complaining about and I'm not saying don't complain I I feel complaining kvetching is always a good thing you know but you gotta at some point we gotta pull back right and I pulled back and then I went Whoa, look at you with all the physical comfort that's bugging you, you know? You got the mosquitoes, you got this, you got that, and the heat, and this. And I just let go of it. And I was like, you know what? It is what it is. I brought it into my meditation. And I mean my meditation off the mat, not just sitting down, but my meditation in my life. This is the circumstances of where it is and bringing it in and just allowing it. Now, why I say in sunny, uh, thank you for that. I'm going to put you back on because I hear that I know it's annoying I can hear it in the background I feel for you I do but sometimes those situations if we try to run from them they come in another the same form or another form that's just as irritating so I don't think it's going to be that much longer for you but I'm just seeing you're going to have to like lawn was saying kind of embrace it and move into it somehow you know, maybe it maybe it's getting you to get you out of the house to go for a walk or to do something else or go to a museum or create art or do tai chi on the lawn. I don't know, but I do feel that it's part of the process of your next unfolding for a lot of people as well. All right, Sunny, thanks for calling in. Lots of love. Oops, I guess I had already turned it, turned it off. Yeah, wow, Lon. I got the same thing. I was like, and then I had my own little experience with it. You know, we're always learning. <laughs> always learning. Well, and, and, and that's the thing, right? I mean, if we can start looking, if we can start looking at our lives that way, that anything that comes our way that we'd like to label either good or bad, if we start looking at it as more neutral and find the treasure 
then it becomes so much. It becomes, it's kind of like a game, you know, it's like a treasure hunt. Like what is the treasure yeah. that we can learn being in these circumstances? And for her, she even knows that it's going to be temporary. But right now with, you know, global warming and yeah. what's going on for a lot of people, it might not be temporary. This might, you know, a lot yeah. of these circumstances might be permanent or, or repeating every year. So what are we going to do? Are yeah. we all going to move or are, are we going to learn how to adjust? Yeah. And adapt. And I feel, yeah, and that's a really good point because this part of the awakening has so much to do with the embodiment of the higher vibrational frequency or the new emerging consciousness energies or however you want to put it. It's so physical that there seems to be, I mean, my God, we manifested the, a pandemic, even though it was, you know, helped along by human people and agenda, it still was physical. It's, it's calling in our right. immune system, our physicality, right. our heart, our organs. Our discomfort, like you said, growth is more, you know, things are too warm or they're too cold. And no, I think mm-hmm. it's for at least as long as, if we look at it astrologically, Uranus is in Taurus, we're going to be dealing with the earth, earth, earth changes and physical, physicality, the body, discomfort. Right. And I agree with you. We, we, you I, I don't, I just don't know that we can escape it. I don't know. You know, I know I don't people know what that we're went supposed to, to. I think it's. It, yeah, yeah. I think part of the journey. I think it's part of the journey of moving through the dimensions, right? Where where centuries mm-hmm. ago we were much more only focused on the three dimensional, and now we are transitioning into a very different reality. And of course, that's going to come with challenges and things that we don't understand and that we need to learn and will adapt. It also brings out our creative and innovative and original nature of, of curiosity. And I think we're going to see amazing yeah. new innovative inventions and solutions coming from new generations in, in ways, in, in, in originality that we can't even imagine yeah. right now. It's Right? Don't you feel yeah. that too? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And even with ourselves, I, I find myself thinking more and more outside the box or like, right. oh, I didn't look at it that way. Let me try this or let me do that. Right. What do you suggest cause, to help people? Because what I feel is, I don't know, I keep saying this over and over, somehow we have to get in, out of a fixed mindset and just allow ourselves to look at things differently or try different things. That mm-hmm. I, I don't know any other way around it. It just feels like that's where we're being nudged, guided, and, and for some pushed, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I love, in, in a lot of situations, I love, because, because a lot of this has to do with the mind, right? It's, it's our mm-hmm. cognitive part of our brain that keeps, that keeps us want to be, that, that keeps wanting to lock us up in an old mindset, literally, that causes this, yeah. this fear. So I'd like to come up with tools that satisfy and assure the mind that it's okay. Because mm-hmm. once, once your mind um, is on board, you will find the way to your heart is going to be so much more clear and easy yeah. to get into. Right. So, so you gotta use me, that's, that's why I like cards. Books, cards are one thing. Yeah. You know? Yep. And, and that's why I love science, you know. That's why I include that in my in my books and, and my cards are a pretty down to earth um way of explaining things as well. Because if you can scientifically explain what's going on, even if it's something very mystical or esoteric or magical, but if we can 
put some science behind it and understand it better, then 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 we can just get out of the way. Then it's like, oh, okay, so so that that for one is a tool. So get educated, you know, learn about yeah, what what is all this. Right, so what is this all about? This whole talk about fifth dimension and multidimensionality and what is the science behind that? Learn a little bit about quantum. Learn a little bit about energy and how everything is energy and um, maybe a little bit about how our brains work, right? What happens when we go in, in, inside and we go in meditative state? It actually does something literally to our brain waves and that causes all kinds of reactions in the body, in the physical body. So we can actually help our bodies to make hormones that make us feel better by putting yeah. ourselves in a, in a different state with our minds. I mean, how cool is that? We are a chemical mm. like factory ourselves, right? So yeah. if you find yourself yeah. anxious or angry or triggered, you have tools that you know that are going to make you feel better. Go work out, right? Go take a walk. Go to the gym. Do a yoga class. Go do something physical because physicality and getting your heart rate up and sweating and all of that actually releases the happy feeling hormones in your body. Mm -hmm. And you will look at a problem very different after um, a workout than if you stay stuck and sitting paralyzed on the couch and going like, oh, my gosh, I can't see it, I can't see it, I can't see it. So that is one of the tools. Good. So. I like that. The other thing I'm thinking, too, as you were talking, is that the reason, learning something new. Like, I like studying a lot of different, like you said, science, a, a lot of podcasts, books, and seeing how, mm-hmm. like you said earlier, puzzle piece. I think we have to get kind of in, like, the game theory of this, which, of course, is very Merlin. Right. It's, it's about magic, yes. right? We have to get back in the game mm-hmm. The playfulness, like I'll, I'll watch different things that are just so divergent, and, I, and then I see the common thread, and then that relaxes me. I'm like, whoa, it is here. It's happening. You know, this person saying this situation, this, this book, this podcast. This. And then you start seeing that there really is this cohesive plan and unfolding. There, there really is this design. You know, it really is happening. It's so I don't, yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Get back in the the, the 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 playfulness and do the research, and we have to be like pioneers, you know. Yeah, it's going through new kind land. of approach is like look look at how children approach life, right? When they find something new, it's like ooh, it's exciting, and you know, it's like jumping off uh, jumping off something high into the water for the first time. It is terrifying and they, they stand there forever and they go like, Oh my gosh, am I gonna do it? Am I gonna do it? And they giggle and they get in this mode and then they finally do it and they do fine with it and next time it's not gonna be a problem anymore. So kind of finding that inner child, you know, and remember like how exciting life was when you were a child and things were um, you know, new and, and you were curious and you were playful and I think that's the attitude that we really want to go go into. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, let's see. We got another call. We got a couple more callers here. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hello, hello. 
disappeared. Hello? Hi, you're oh, on yeah. just unmuted. Yeah, you. <laughs> um, what happened? So I, I tuned in today for this because I am totally experiencing this. It's sort of getting me a little bit crazy at times. And, what, I, and what's your first name? Jessica. Um, hey, Jessica. So I, I will Hi, see, hey, I will see, like, the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, I will see, like, okay, I see things are lining up. I'm having this, I'm, this is the type of job I want to get. I end up um, pulling into interviews about it. And then it, and I'm like, okay, well, and then I'm going to get the job and then I'm going to move. And I see all these dominoes line up. And then I don't know what happens. My mind must have gone and created something different or it wasn't in alignment. And then it, the opportunities just disappear. Even before I was able to, like, really um, do an interview with someone on the phone or a second interview or what. And it's kind of, it's been upsetting to me because the old tactics that we used for manifestation just don't work. And if anything, um I don't know. I just can't seem to connect to something in the physical. Like I keep waiting for something to manifest because I, I'm wanting to move places and do this, uh, step into this new career. And I'm just, I'm tired. It's been going on for several months and I'm like, I need to just relax and not bother with any of it, but I'm not in a situation that is really relaxing because of my living situation as well. It's not, it's not relaxing here at all. (laughs) Well, you are, right? Go ahead, Lon. I mean, she, you are, she is manifesting etherically and and it sounds like you're shifting enough that it goes right out. Um, Yeah. Getting more ideal, right? Well, um, while we talk about it, well, it's you. You as the universe, you're you're looking for a denser physical. You know, Lana and I were talking about how things aren't as they're not as dense. You're, you're looking for a denser physical manifestation that's in becoming. It's in form. I don't know, Lana. You're Jessica. I'm going to put you on hold. Please listen as we chat about this. Thank you for this great input. What's your thought, Lana? Um, my thought is that um, like that and please better to the universe. Yeah, you know when 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 some, something, when something comes along, right? Like just like right. this or something better. So if you find an opportunity yeah. or a job opportunity that you find that you really resonate with and you feel like oh my gosh this this is me I am perfect for this and then it turns out to just um, be a dead end street. I would take that opportunity to look at like okay what was it in this. Um, in this description of the job that was so exciting to you, like which parts of you were lit up because of what you were applying to. And then work with that, like, okay, so the universe was telling you it is coming your way, the opportunity is there, but there's actually something better. So if not this, then something better. So I would just keep on going, taking it as kind of like a, a stairwell, right? Yeah. No, I love that. I love... The other thing that I was guided years ago from the guides before all this happened, I think it was like 2011, I was told that because we're going to be manifesting more from our higher self or higher vibrational aspect of us, from the soul, that, and you even said it, Jessica, that, that um, you know, the old ways of manifesting. So we manifested a lot from our ego. I mean, we're always creating, always manifesting. It just depends on the, on the frequency and resonance. Right. 
Is it from wounding? Right? Is it from ego? So what I was told is that a lot of things that we want to call into form either aren't going to happen or aren't going to stick. So we don't get ourselves in a little delay or cul-de-sac or, you know, it could be harm's way or it could be just an inconvenience. So we have to, in a way, like what you're saying, Lon, we have to get kind of give up that part, do what we can, and then I like what you're saying. If this or something better, whatever it is, it's like, okay, it's almost here, that's it, but but obviously something better is coming in because it just went out. You know? Right, right, <laughs> right. And, and definitely do take a, take a look, you know, kind of analyze, use that part of your brain for sure. Kind of analyze, like, because then you can become very intentional with what you do want to draw in, right? What was it exactly about that job that was so exciting? Like, what part was it? Was it, uh, was it something creative? Was it maybe the teamwork involved? Was it that there was a lot of freedom? Was it right up your alley, like, what it was about? Find that, and then, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of like a recipe. It's like cooking, Right, you find a recipe, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so delicious. And then when you eat it, you go like, mm, I can, I can do it better. I can add something. I can get creative with it. Yeah. So what is it? Use it as a basis, as a foundation, and then that. mix up um, a recipe um, for an even, uh, an even better manifestation. Yeah. And try to stay out of frustration. Let that flow through you really, really quickly, because it's very easy to get stuck there. And it's not very um, productive. Uh, Or it might be productive that you start manifesting more of what you are frustrated about now. So just let it go. Just go like, oh, man, I thought that this would go differently. It didn't. What did I learn? What am I going to take with me? What am I going to leave behind? And off we go again. Yeah. And I like what you said because our tastes change. You know, our tastes change in food and how we spice things. Right. Our taste, yep, taste change in what we're manifesting. Um, and by the way, Lon, you were right. Because my manifestation of that house and air, renting it out, that was a manifestation from a few years earlier. I was looking at that and researching it. So you're right. It came through, but I no longer right. needed it or wanted it. And, and I like what you're saying. Ask, you know, what's on about this? What's right about this? Um, I always like also to focus on the qualities you know, the energy and the quality of the people in the situation and the circumstances. And I right. find if I focus on the qualities, right, and how I want to feel, I right. get what I want, Absolutely. but the form might change. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's good to remember also that that human timelines are, are not like quantum timelines. So I find that manifestation goes quicker and quicker these days but sometimes like what you experience as well sometimes right you're a couple of years into it and now this opportunity is there something that was really exciting to you a few years ago and now you feel into it and you go like yeah it doesn't really excite me that much anymore (laughs) so don't don't sweat it it's like okay i've outgrown that idea thank you for bringing it to me something better please yeah i like that Ooh, thank you for bringing it to me and something better Okay, guys, I'm trying to get in a last couple here. I know a lot of you've been waiting. Hi, you're on air. Welcome. Hello, hello. Hello, hi. This is Daniel Chong. Hello, hi. Daniel. Hi. Hi, hi. Uh, hi. I have a question. Actually, I just looked at uh, Lang's uh, website uh, and saw her um, sacred geometry art, and I, I love mm-hmm. it very much, especially the colors and also the, mm. the form of art. Uh, yes, yeah, very beautiful. 
And uh, it makes me yes, it makes me think about the the shapes of uh, chakras that some people are able to see that they're rotating vortexes, like energy centers, like uh, in different parts of human body. And I, I wonder if um, if uh, any of you join has any connections uh, with um, the the shapes and the colors of chakras. Mm. Yes, uh, yeah, absolutely. The shapes, and, and I actually, each deck that I created has, um, has the seven chakra cards in them. And um, um, they are, in my first deck, they are represented as the flower of life in different colors. And in the second deck, they are represented more as like, um, um, as a flower shape, more like a lotus kind of shape. So yes, mm-hmm. I I totally see that, and and the way I create is always like I tune into the energy and I translate that in the shapes, and of course, the energy really is alive and it breathes and it morphs and it changes all the time, and you can't really um, do that in an art piece because I'm still working two dimensional. But in my mm-hmm. experience, when you look at my pieces, it often looks like it's it's moving. And I get that feedback a lot, especially from my soul portrait clients. They say like, oh, man, I look at my portrait this morning and I saw things moving and things that I didn't even see yesterday are now sticking out. So it feels like it's alive. And I love mm-hmm. that aliveness because mm-hmm. that's what you're talking about, right? That aliveness of, of the energy. Yes, um, I, I heard yeah. that the uh, people, some people are able to see the chakras and auras, and they're able to see that the chakras actually rotating uh, clockwise and sometimes counterclockwise, and in, in exactly the kind of um, arts that you you drew and or you mm-hmm. made, and, and especially the colors too. And I learned that uh, there are different colors uh, representing uh, different um, chakras. And, and I wonder to yeah. I want I want to see have you ever like experienced anyone who, or maybe yourself, uh, are able to actually visualize or actually see the auras or chakras of a of a person? I don't I don't yeah. see it um, like the way you are describe it, but it is hard to describe how we how our intuition or our sense for that works, right? Because I can, mm-hmm. I can tell though, I can tell when I look at somebody if there's a lot of straight lines or if there is, or a, a certain color comes to mind. I always feel that for me, it's, I'm, I'm more clear cognizant maybe. So it's mm-hmm. not so mm-hmm. much that I see literally with my eyes, with my physical eyes, I do not see the color yellow. But when I look at the person, the color yellow comes up in my mind, and I'm thinking about yellow. So it's still kind of a mystery to me how that exactly works. You know, if you could say, like, okay, I'm seeing it, or am I sensing it and translating it, or does that answer your question? Uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, Daniel. Do you see colors, Michelle? Um, I do, I do, but I also see them in the way that you see them. Sometimes if I look around the person, if I get in that kind of more meditative state and look around, I will see the the color. Um, But if I want to, yeah, that that takes effort. But otherwise, I I see it in the same way that you do, that it's, I don't know, psychic eyes. um, And even when people have been killing photography, yeah, it's, it's, it's been shown right, but it almost feels like 
that's looking with the regular eye, the physical eye, there's an extra step there. And so you can use that or not use that step. I, 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 I'm with you. I don't know what you would call it because you see it, but you intuit it. And, and it might come right. through as a color yes. or, or, the, or the word. So I don't there's know what a, that's called, actually. It, there's a translation step there somewhere, right? It, it feels like yeah. my brain or my mind is translating the energy that I'm picking up, and it's translating it into that, that that's yellow or something. Because I'm yes. not seeing yes. yellow the way, you know, if somebody would wear, like, a yellow shirt, that's different. I'm not seeing it like that. But some people, I think, yeah. do. Or at least that's yeah. Well, so, I do sometimes, but I will say that there is more of an effort there to, like, now I'm going right. to look at your aura rather than the psychic right. part or psychic eye coming in and giving you the message. So I think when you're using your physical eye, there is an extra step there. Now, maybe the brain in the, uh, the psychic way of seeing it, it it's, like, it's like that step is sublimated somehow. It's, it's somehow subsumed yes. and I I get that question a lot and I'm sure that you do too as an intuitive like you know mm-hmm. where people when I first meet them they go like what do you see what do you see and I always try to explain like for one I, I it doesn't work that way I would have to intend to see and even if it would work that way I wouldn't do that I think that's a very no. personal and sacred thing to do to look at somebody on that level you know, so I yep. would never do that without asking for permission or being invited to do it. So it's not that if I meet somebody, I automatically get all that information. I, like you said, I would have to intend that and, and yep. tune in, you know, and, and, and make an, and, yeah. an, an effort or a lot of effort. something like that, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think we got one yes. last caller, which may be Queen, and then we're, in case we get cut off, um, you can find Lon at Lon Art. Wait. Lon-art.com. Lon yes. Dot com. Lon-art.com. And we've been Correct. talking about her oracle cards and her uh, recent book, Modern Merlin, and Cover Your Magical Powers, A New Paradigm for a New I have time. a very... Um, I have a very fun uh, little five-minute magic quiz on the, that you can do on my website. Um, it takes five minutes, and it will tell you what kind of a magician you are and what kind of a magical superpower you have. So it's fun to do. And it doesn't take long, and it's for free. So Fun, fun. That sounds good. Okay, let's see how you're on air. It does sound like fun. And I'm... I'm always on air because I'm air. How are you? Good, 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 good. So we got just, I don't know, seconds to minutes. Queen, you're on well, air. Well, I will, Lon. I will yes. say that I, I was guided here by the sacred geometry. I had mm. been um, looking um, at three, tant- what is it, three um, yantra. And one thing yes. led to another. And I come to this, this um, awakening often, but I was, had, to, had to be called here through your energy. And while I was waiting, I thought, you know, maybe this is telling me that I, I might be entering into a more um, 
geometrical experience because I'm very abstract and flowing and, you know, like the sky changing eternally like we all are. But I'm going to leave that with you all, and I'm so grateful that I I got in, and and thank you. And I will come back and listen to to the whole experience. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, we'll do it again, and you can call in earlier. We had a lot of people in the queue. Um, those of you that didn't see you, Queen, thanks for calling in. You Thank you. Thank you. Or, or say hi. I'm here next week, and Lon will be here again at some point, at some point, sometime. I'd love to. Lon, this is this time flies yeah. by so quickly, and it feels that there's so much to cover and to talk about, right? I know, yeah. I mean, really, good, good, good stuff, great stuff. Well, I am glad that I read that right on the Instagram, uh, my little part of the stream there, and yes. uh, saw that you've, you've got, yes. the, of course, your book, Modern Merlin, Uncover Your Magical Powers, A New Paradigm for a New Time, but next year comes the Oracle Cards. Yes. Love it. Yep. Yeah. Now, do you know around when? Um, probably in the fall. Okay. And that okay. seems a really long time away, but it's it's gonna fly by. The, the the process of making this and printing it and distributing it all over the world is a it's usually a very long process. So, yeah. but it's in the works. So um, we already planted the seed. The energies are are already working. So it's 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 coming, rolling at us like a wave. That's the way I see yeah. it. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, people can get the book, familiarize themselves with the book. You have other cards, yes. and then when they'll be ready for when the other card, the oracle cards come out for um, Modern Merlin book. I'd love it. Oh, Lon, this is so great. Oh, wonderful, as always, to connect with you, and I look forward to the next time. Me too. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'll see I'll yeah. speak to you soon again. See, see you soon. Bye. Take care. Bye. And love connecting with all of you as well. Thank you, those that called in, um, those of you in the chat. Um, if you didn't get a question answered, you called in for a reading, you can um, connect next week. All right? And as always, until next time, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and keep awake. I'm Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you